two here so we don't get fined. My name is Thomas. That's Darth Vader. My name is David. Don't be throwing shade at the robe. You're okay. wearing a robe. It's 50 degrees. You didn't just get out of the shower. It's 50 You're degrees. You're wearing clothes. You're a psycho. And you have a robe on. That's because it's cold as balls in here. You look like you're trying your best to be Emperor Palpatine. Emperor Palpatine? Yes. That's an aggressive take, okay? I'm sorry that not all of us are made to weather this frigid environment. Thomas, we just talked about this, and you just talked about how much you loved it. You can't prove that. Stop it. It's always this cold in this house in the wintertime. You need to turn the heat up to 65? Do it. 85. I will murder you. In the middle of the night. If I wake up sweating my teats off... I will open one of my many knives and stab you with it. That makes me really want to crank up the heat to an unreasonable amount. I will fight you. (laughs) That's not a maybe. (laughs) I will punch you very hard. (laughs) And we've been friends for 14 years, so you know that is not an idle threat. (laughs) I just got an evil idea. (laughs) I will hit you very hard. What if I'm not here? Thomas, I swear I will find you. <laughs> and I will hit you. I mean, listen, listen, listen. What how, long we, how long have we been friends? 14 years. I'll answer it for you since you apparently can't do math. Um, That's a, it's a long time, dude. Yeah. We've been friends for 14 years. Somehow. When have I ever been this serious... About saying, if you do something, I will punch you and not follow through. I don't think we've ever had a serious, if you do something, I will punch you. We have. Oh. I've hit you. We lived together in college. We have. For a year. Do you know how annoying that year was? Okay. So don't don't Specifically pretend. because of you? It w- don't pretend that's because of me. It was not okay. because of you. Okay. And was- that year wasn't even, that year was great. Exactly. Other yeah. than one altered f- t- paper. What? The paper of yours that I edited it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I punched you for that. <laughs> yeah. I deserve that one. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, this is not an idle threat. <laughs> it's, it's psychology. You do something to my heat. You can turn it up to 65. <laughs> I wake up sweating. I punch you. Okay. Because okay. you don't pay the electric bill. That's true. When it's 40 degrees outside, you know how much power it takes to make it 85 in this house? Uh, yeah. I will punch you. <laughs> Very hard. Just for one night. No. No. <laughs> no. We can charge people to come in. Thomas, to pay for itself. Don't do it. I'll pay for it. It's that simple. It's a self, it's a green. Emperor. Don't do that. Let's get to the pod. Yeah. Don't touch my heat. Definitely don't do that. I promise to not touch the HVAC. You know that system. Thomas, what does HVAC stand for? I don't know. AC. Something AC. That includes heat. Yeah. So, that means you can't touch the thermostat at all. 
Okay, let me let me rephrase. No, 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 no. You I already promise. promised. It's on the record. I promise. It's on the record. I was you already re- promised. I was referring to the box outside. That's the unit. Same difference. It's a box of metal. Is it not? <laughs> yes. What does that have to do with anything you Tell me I'm said. wrong, bro. No. I promise to not touch the box. I mean it. That box, the thermostat box no, no, in no, here? No, no, okay, no, cool. No, no, no. Sweet. The one outside. Seriously, if you need to turn it up to 65, that's fine. Okay. But don't turn it up to 85. Okay, 84 it is. Don't turn it up. Don't turn it past 65. How about that? Okay, okay, okay. Thank okay. you. Okay, okay, 649. Could have been 6510. You do understand that 649 is past 85. 849. Also, I don't think that's humanly... I don't think that's possible for an an HVAC system to heat to 649 degrees. How many HVAC systems do you reckon it would take? I think that has to be a furnace thing. I don't think that's an... I don't think an HVAC can do that. I don't know, dude. Heat compounds, don't it? Ask the former chemistry major. I was about to say, I don't know. You were the former chemistry major. I don't know. I don't either. All I know is I will smack you open hand palm to the face after I punch you repeatedly in your arms. That seems aggressive and a tad overkill. That don't might do it me. then. That might kill me. Don't do it then. That'd be the end of the pod. You would. It be, would not kill you. You would, you would effectively. It wouldn't. One open hand smack to the face and a few punches on the arms would not kill you. It you might, are not that frail. It might. I am handicapped. Not that handicapped. Do not hit me. Did die. you see what happened on First Things First? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, let me let me. Rephrase. That guy's gonna lose his job. Let me rephrase. That guy's I gonna lose his job. Do not know if what I saw was on a TV show called First Things First, but I did see a with clip Nick Wright and Chris Broussard. I did see a clip of something saying the R word. Yep. Yep. And that uh, was First Things First. And then he doubled down. Not with the R word, but with the like. And then that, he said, uh, "mentally disabled" or something like that. It, not, not even like that would have been better. But like, dude, he's yeah, ooh. he's gonna get fired. Yeah, no shot. Who was it? His name is Chris Broussard. Who is that? I don't know. Some dude. Probably a former athlete. If I had to guess. Oh, bad. if I had to guess, I don't bad know. But it luck, was dude. not great. No, like I remember, like I was, I saw a clip of it, but I saw it on TikTok, and I was like, "Is this like an old clip or something?" It looks like the, the setting looks pretty new, but like I was just like, "Is this like, some mid two thousand CBS talk show that was at a little ahead of the game?" You know, he called James Harden the R word for asking to get traded to the Clippers. That's just like, okay, like I'm not saying there's ever a situation where you should use that word, but of all the situations possible to use that word in, that's the surrounding context, you know, like that's the surrounding context. That's, oh, that's just, he's a longtime sports analyst, never a former athlete. Um, uh, well, he was a long-time sports analyst. <laughs> Doubt he's going to be for much longer. But... <laughs> he's going to get so fired. Oh, I hate that. Actually, I don't know. It's Fox Sports. 
Skip Bayless still has his own show, and he said some out-of-pocket stuff. He did. So, uh... He definitely did. If he still has his own show, maybe this guy doesn't get fired. Maybe he gets suspended. Sure. But... (laughs) Today was supposed to be a fun day. I don't think it was really all that fun, though. Today was a lot of fun for me. I went to work... Came back here, got to eat some delicious food for lunch. Came back here, got to watch a Harry Potter movie. Played some Fortnite. It was a good day for Third me. Third one? I watched the first one. Ah. I think I'm going to watch them back to back to back. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Us watching the seventh one the other day. Or eighth one, I guess. Seven part two. Uh, inspired me. Yeah. I haven't seen the old Harry Potter movies in a long time. Do they hold I've up? I've also only seen the sixth Harry Potter movie like twice. Do they hold up? Yeah, absolutely. The okay. graphics, not so much. They're not bad. Considering Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone came out in, what, when did it come out? 90, like 99? 90? It was like 99 or something like that. Something like that. Uh, maybe even 97? I don't know. But it was a very old movie. Uh, 2001. It came out in 2001. Uh, and considering that it came out in 2001, the graphics are certainly not bad. Um, them flying on the broomsticks was pretty good. The changing of the banners at the end when he changes it from Slytherin to Gryffindor, uh, when he gives Hermione all and uh, I feel like that Ron and Harry and Neville was that CGI. I feel like they just kind of had like a Slytherin on one side, Gryffindor on the other side, and they just spun it. I don't think so. It's not how it looked in the movie anyway. I don't know. Uh, but it held up. It was very still still a very good movie. Um, since I have it on Blu-ray, yeah, that probably helps. It's also it doesn't have the um, um, it's the British version. So it's Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone instead oh. of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Does that make you feel exclusive? And they talk about Nicholas Flamel as an alchemist and like stuff like that. That's they were worried it wouldn't sell in the U.S. They were worried that the word alchemist wouldn't... No, alchemy and philosopher's stone and stuff like that. Uh, because the U.S. is very, like, Christian-based. And so they were worried that um, dabbling in alchemy would not sell well in the U.S. It's a movie about witches and wizards. Yep. Doesn't make a lot of sense. That, I, I, guess I also like, could be wrong. I was about to say, like, it feels like we're... Still over the fence here, you know what I mean? I very well could be wrong. Uh, But But anyway, the reason today was supposed to be fun... NFL trade deadline. Yes, sir. And uh, Halloween trade deadline. It felt like over the last two years that the deadline was starting to ramp up a little bit. Like it was starting to be a huge... like Yeah. Starting to resemble more the NBA, more the NHL. And uh, today, disappointed. Yep. At least for me. Uh, and probably if you're a Washington fan, you are extra disappointed. But let's start off with the uh, first trade. Came a little early. Oh, it was because they thought people in the U.S. were stupid. Oh. The Philosopher's Stone is like a mythical, magical thing that has been... Oh, like it's, mytho- it's mythology? I wouldn't say mythology, but like you're familiar with alchemy, right? Yeah. Or... Some alchemy. Yeah. Um, they thought 
with alchemy, the ultimate goal is to find the Philosopher's Stone, just like in Full Metal Alchemist, the anime. The ultimate uh, thing in alchemy is to create a Philosopher's Stone, right? Uh, and alchemy in real life is not the same as alchemy in Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. But the goal remains the same to create a Philosopher's Stone. Uh, and so they thought that the Philosopher's Stone would not be known and wouldn't make sense and wouldn't be attributed to magic in the U.S. So they changed it to the Sorcerer's Stone. Okay, okay. So I have a Harry Potter question for you. Okay. What even does the Sorcerer's Stone do? Uh, supposedly, it can um, basically grant you extra magic. That it seems is small it, it well it so Voldemort was going to use it to get his body back. That was why Voldemort wanted it. That okay. is why Nicholas Flamel, who created the Philosopher's Stone, and Dumbledore worked together to get the stone to Hogwarts, so that Voldemort could not get it and that they would have possession of it because he was going to use the extra magic in the stone to get his body back. Okay, because he remember he was living in Coral's head. Yeah, that sounds like it terrible can you imagine going to the doctor with a person living on the back of your head something tells me professor quarrel did not go to the doctor yeah but if he did like definitely gets diagnosed as schizophrenic right if there's a actual head on the back of your head i don't think that's quite schizophrenia <laughs> i mean I, that's like, not like how else would you quite, medically define that? I, well, how how do you logically define people flying on brooms? So this is a, it's fiction, Strings. Thomas. It's fiction. Birds. It's fiction. Government spies, aka birds. Don't get into that. What are you talking about? Don't get into that. Birds aren't real. Yes, they are. You can't prove Do that. not, and you know birds are real. Do not get into this conspiracy I crap for for content like know. Boston Connor on the Pat McAfee show. Birds aren't real, dude. You can't prove me. You can't prove otherwise. Unless you catch a bird right now and slice it open on the table, it is a it is a government creature. Thomas, do you know how many birds I have seen die? How many birds I personally have shot? How many birds you are doing a public service? I have witnessed. In real like, birds are very real. Unless in the last five years, okay. I don't think I've seen a dead bird in the last five years. That's so convenient. Unless in the last say? five years they replaced all birds with robots. I mean, I can very much confirm that birds are real. I mean, haven't you ever seen when they all like freak out and fly in this formation? That's when they all lose Bluetooth connection. I used to be scared of birds. Really. Yep. When I was a kid, uh, I watched a lot of horror movies. Okay. Because my dad loved horror. Um, I did not. So I was traumatized for a long time by specifically the movie It okay. and the movie The Birds by Steven Spielberg. Okay. Not Steven Spielberg. Um, Alfred Hitchcock. And in the movie The Birds, birds basically attack and murder people in packs. Okay. And so when you saw them on this one specific island lining the like telephone lines, you went inside because they were about to find someone to attack. And so anytime I saw birds on telephone lines, I was like, <laughs> no, bro, they're just charging. 
I also used to be scared of clowns, but like scary clowns, not like normal. Hi there, my name's Bobo the Clown. Not like party clowns. I could differentiate, but the circus season of American Horror Story, I couldn't get through it because of the clown. You watch American Horror Story? I've seen five seasons. Oh, fair enough, dude. Murder House freaked me out. Dude. I have seen one season, and I was like, "There is a lot of familial relations in this," and I was not prepared for that. Says the Game of Thrones lover. I, I wouldn't say lover. It's a it's a good show. Like I think you it, loved the last season. No, 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 no. You're the only human being on this planet. No, 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 no. Who liked the last season of Game of Thrones? You're doing this thing that you do with the Falcons, where you're like, you love them. No, I just am not. I wasn't willing to throw dirt on them. Listen, I the eighth season was a finale, and we got what we. I thought there were only seven. Whatever, however many seasons there are. The final season was your standard... Like, a lot of people were upset because they didn't get what they want. But the whole series is built off of you as the viewer not getting what you wanted. Why did you expect the final to be any different? You know what I mean? I would just like to say. So I didn't hate it because it was very par for the course. I would just like to say. A few months ago, we're hanging out with our friends Ben and Maddie. Yeah. And I got bombarded. That's because you should watch it. By three people. Yeah. Basically threatening my life to watch at least three episodes. You should. Of Game of Thrones. You should watch it. And you were the third person. Yeah. And so you don't do that for shows you don't love. That's because you. You don't do that for shows you are not a big fan of. That's because you don't typically resist when I'm like, hey, watch this. You're like, okay. That's because I've watched Game of Thrones before. Okay, calm down. It's boring. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it does. It has a lot of setup. Scenes where brothers and sisters know each other in ways they shouldn't yeah. make me uncomfortable. No. I, I, sh- I don't. I'm an only child. So Every I, time I watched that stupid little blonde haired idiot, I wanted to punch my television. That's that. That's a fair. That's a fair thing. Never once have I sat down and watched Game of Thrones and had a good time. I. So why would I? And, and I've heard nothing but horrific things from every single human being except you about how awful the show ends. I think that's... So why would I succumb to watch six seasons of a show just for the seventh to crash and burn and be terrible? Because I genuinely think the finale of Game of Thrones is, like, the perspective or the momentum behind it is fueled by... I, I'm missing the proper word for it but it's when you see someone say ah that sucks so that makes you feel better about saying it sucks you know what i mean yeah like that that like it's basically peer pressure yeah it's a passive peer um, pressure i mean i get what you're saying but and this isn't like like your lion april like i made you watch your lion april your Lion was, April is twenty four third or twenty minute episode long, yeah, or twenty four episodes of twenty minute long episodes. Mm-hmm. So that's nothing. We're talking if about, Game of Thrones was twenty four episodes, I'd watch it. I mean, we're talking about like, but it's seventy million episodes. It is not. It's, it's seven like, seasons long, and I'm not doing it. And only like four or five or 
Yeah, like five of those seasons have ten episodes. The rest have fewer. I've been consistently watching anime for three and a half years, right? Yeah. Like, right? Literally watching... It took me three and a half years to watch One Piece because of how many episodes it was. You mean the start One Piece? Yeah, 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 start One Piece. We're only that, like yeah. 130 episodes in. I was about to say, that implies that you have finished One Piece. If that, Piece. we're really only like 120 episodes in. No, no, no. Because we just finished the Alabasta art. Yeah, we also have movies that we got to figure out when we work those in. That's your department, dude. That's my department. Why is that my department? You're the anime guy. You're the anime guy. I don't even like anime. You are so full of it right now. I don't like anime. Oh, you don't? You I love, love anime. anime. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you telegraphed that one, bud. Also, I think I've told you this before. Yeah. I was very disappointed by the first episode of Q. Yeah, I mean, that's a pilot. So hyped up to me, it's going to have to get better for me to I would, actually I would, watch it. I mean, the first episode of Naruto sucks. Like, the first episode of everything is not great. Listen, man. Yeah. We're 21, epi- 21 minutes into this season. Or the... <laughs> <laughs> season? Is we this are a new 21 season? One minutes into this episode. We've briefly covered sports. And we haven't talked about sports for a second. Oh, for... for I mean, I started... NFL trade deadline was today at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um... You're right. 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. My bad. If it was 4 p.m. Central? No. 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So 2 p.m. Mountain Time? Sure. I don't know. Wait, David. How many time zones are there in the U.S.? I have no idea. Three? Four? Five? Five. Really? Yeah. East? Central? Pacific? There's Mountain... Mountain and between Central and Pacific. Okay, what's and the other one? The, I don't know what it's exactly called. Or shoot, there might be more if you throw in Alaska, but whichever one Hawaii is in. They're in a different time zone? Yeah. Think about it, David. There's 24 different time zones. In the world? Yeah. And we have six? Yeah. We're not a quarter of the world? I mean, we're, we're long, you know? Or wide, I should say. How have we gotten on another tangent that is not sports related? No, no, no. But think about it. If you take the globe and you slice it into 24 slices, they add up. So what, does Russia have 12? They might, dude. Because Russia's massive. Yeah, dude. They might. They're big. Asia as a whole. Massive. Huge. 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 And then England's got like one. It's wild to me that we drive two hours to the east and we're in a different time zone. Yeah. But if we drive eight hours to the west, we're in the same time zone. That's because we're closer to... Why is it such a big time zone? It's not. We're just closer to the end of one side. In the U.S., it's a big time zone. Or it's a small zone. It's a big time zone. Because the central is this big. The east is this big. Yeah, but that's because the east extends out into the ocean. Why is there time zones where there's no people? Sometimes there's people. People on ships don't count. What do you have against people on ships? They only need to know the time of the place they're leaving and the place they're going. Okay. They don't need to know what time it is in the middle of the ocean. They can't do anything about it. I mean, you can't do anything about the time anywhere you are. The time is what the time is. That's valid. 
But still, what are you, like, how are they supposed? All to... you need to know if you're on a ship in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> okay. Are we gonna talk about sports this pod? I don't know, but you need to finish this point because I'm very curious where you're going with this. <laughs> if we are, if you're in a ship in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, okay, you are going somewhere. Yes. With the exception of naval ships, right, or sure. whatever. Yeah. Like people doing research, whatever. What about fishing ships? Even fishing ships okay. counts for the same thing. Okay. So your objective is to at some point be on land. Mm-hmm. So the only thing you need to know is what time it is in the land you're trying to go. Okay. Like if I'm going to East Tennessee, say I'm going to Chattanooga and I have to be there by a certain time. Mm-hmm. It's not the time where I am. It's the time where it is there. Okay. I'm so thinking, I'm, I'm, so I'm if I look at my watch or I look at my phone, I'm wondering what time it is in Chattanooga and making sure I have enough time to get there. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the middle of the ocean, you don't need to know what time, Atlantic Ocean specifically, you don't need to know what time it is where you are. You need to know what time it is either in Portugal or in North Carolina, wherever you're going. So that's why time zones are irrelevant in the Atlantic Ocean. But what about miniature islands in the Atlantic Ocean that aren't happening? Those aren't real. <laughs> and I'm the crazy person for saying birds aren't real. I've looked at a map of the Atlantic Ocean between the U.S. and Europe. There are no islands. Okay, maybe not in that line. That's what I'm talking about. But That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Right there? Okay, okay. Hold no on. time zone necessary. Hold on, hold on. But there's islands... In the southern Atlantic Ocean, which is technically in the Atlantic Ocean between the United States and the UK. But those islands will fall under North America or South America or Central America, which have their time zones. But it's the same time zone. That's what I'm saying. Like, what? wait, what are you saying? This is the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. No islands. That's because the you're zoomed out super islands start far. there, which are in South America, Bruh. Central America, and North America. Bruh. Look off the eastern coast of South America, near Antarctica. There is an island there. That near is, Antarctica? That is that's, very, not the, that's not the Atlantic Ocean anymore. It, it could be. No, it can't be. Why not? That is the Atlantic Ocean still. <laughs> gotcha. But nonetheless, that's connected to South America and Antarctica. They have time zones. What I'm saying is, right there, why is there a time zone? Because that's a place. Is it labeled? North Atlantic Ocean. That's a place. That's not a place. That is a place. It is the North Atlantic Ocean, David. So, okay. Are you saying that Hawaii should be... The same time zone as the West Coast? Dude, Hawaii is so much farther away than I thought. Yeah, dude. That's sneaky. Holy cow. But, like, should Hawaii, should the time in Hawaii be the same as it is in L.A.? Hawaii's like, 40% of the way to freaking Asia. Yeah, dude. Holy crap. That's why Midway was so important in World War II. Hawaii is south of the farthest west part of Alaska. Yeah. Dude, I thought it was, like... Right below California. Bro. Not right below. Alcatraz. Not right below, but like significantly below. I knew it was in line with like southern Mexico. Like I I knew that. 
I knew how south it was. I just didn't know how far west it was. Yeah, dude, it's out there. Or east if you're in Asia. I, uh... Holy moly. I want to go to Hawaii so bad. Same. But I don't want to fly there. But I have such tremendous anxiety about flying over the ocean. I have such tremendous anxiety about flying. I love flying. Just not over the ocean. I flew to Israel. Yeah. And that was fun. Yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. It was awful. And I love flying. The flight was awful. Yeah, I believe it. Very bumpy? No. It was pretty smooth. So, you never elaborated on why there shouldn't be time zones in the ocean. Because there's nothing in the ocean. There are people in the ocean. That's not true. Yes, there is. People that are there temporarily. But they're still there? Temporarily. Okay, so what about... What, again, my point is, people in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean... Okay. What time it is in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean is absolutely irrelevant. The only thing that is important is the time of the place that they are intending to go. Okay. So only thing that's important if you're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. So, if you board a cruise in Miami, that is just going out to ocean, going to come back, not really going anywhere. You're just getting on a boat for partying purposes. Do you just stay in Miami time the whole trip? Yes. But what if you end up, say, three hours time difference from Miami? You stay in Miami time? If there's no time zones, you won't be three hour time difference from Miami. Yeah, but the sun sets differently depending on where you are. You're on a ship. Specifically for party purposes, according to you. Okay. And? So the sun and the moon doesn't matter because it's not going to affect you because you're going to be so boozed up. You don't know that. It could be a pickle party. Pickle we party. are now officially 30 minutes into this pod. This pod is halfway over and we haven't talked about sports. That's because We can are... have this time zone argument later. Trade deadline. We have headlines to get to. I'm just saying, David. This is the worst pod we've ever The out. worst pod? Yeah, because you started rambling about how time zones are useless. And then I was going to stop, and you told me to keep going. That's because that's because it's nonsense. It's crazy. You're a crazy person. You need to calm down. It's crazy that I think a place where humans do not, have not, will not ever reside should not have its own dedicated time zone... But not crazy to think that living, breathing creatures are robots sent in by the CIA? Just to recap. Just to recap on all the outlandish things you have said today on this pod. One, you like living in a house that's 40 degrees because you're a crazy person. Was never once said. Two, you think time zones are stupid. Also was not said. Three, you're scared of birds. Also, I said I used to be scared of birds. I'm sorry. You're scared of birds that cluster together on telephone poles. I used to be scared of birds that uh, cluster together on telephone poles. You said that the Colts were going to win the Super Bowl. I didn't say that. You did say that. You said that the uh, Preds were losing to the Canucks. I didn't say that on the pod. You also said that your comfort movie was... 10 things I hate about you. Also did not say that on the pod. And that is my second comfort movie behind Forrest Gump. Touche. 
So everything you just said was a blatant lie. No. So let's go ahead You're and def- switch over to the trade deadline. It's okay. Okay. Because Adam like, Schefter is not a liar. Much like the trade deadline, you are defensive. See what I did there? I do. A lot of the players traded were def- defensive players. That's why. That's why our podcast is going to take off right there. <laughs> because of your amazing transitions. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, you're an idiot. Keep going. Starting off with the first trade of trade deadline week, which came a bit early. But... 32 and a half minutes. Go. Yeah. Which one? The Titans traded all-pro free safety, former all-pro free safety, I should say, Kevin Byard to the Philadelphia Eagles for Terrell Edmonds, a 2024 fifth and a 2024 sixth. Great move for the Eagles. Fantastic move for the Eagles. I guess it's a good move for the Titans, too. Like, it's decent return on investment. It's a good move for Kevin Byard. Now he's going to a good team. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean... The Eagles are going to get more scary. That's what they do. Yep. That, that makes me nervous. But, you know, it is what it is. The next domino waited like five days to fall until this morning on trade deadline morning. And that was a bit of a surprise. The New York Giants trading defensive lineman Leonard Williams to the Seahawks for a 2024 second and a 2025 fifth. Are we sure that wasn't yesterday? It might have been yesterday. I think it was today, though. The semantics of it are irrelevant. That's not semantics. Uh, Keep going. Not with that attitude. No, Uh, no, not with the definition of semantics. Okay, calm down there. Okay. Giants traded Litter Williams. Mister, I like to to sleep in negative 50 degree weather. Calm down. Okay. Okay. Okay, Boomer. (laughs) Do not. <laughs> Do not. I didn't ruin this economy. <laughs> I didn't ruin the housing market. I hope that your youth listen to this podcast and take inspiration from that. And you just walk in the youth. If I on Sunday, go to church on okay, Sunday boomer. and I get called boomer, I'm coming home and I'm punching you. <laughs> that one is an idle threat. I will not actually. <laughs> uh no but this dude i love this trade for the seahawks i think some people might think they overpaid a little bit because a a lot of people think they overpaid a second is a uh, very valuable pick but the seahawks have they had the draft capital they've taken a lot of swings on players in the draft the last two seasons following the russell wilson trade uh leonard williams is kind of one of those unsung guys who just eats up space up the middle yeah and that's really what you want for a team that's looking to shore up their defense specifically on the run game as opposed to the pass game but i i think it's a great trade i think leonard williams is one of the more we we throw terms like overrated underrated around in regards to like elite level players I think he's in the true definition of the word, an underrated player. I think he's one of those guys that he doesn't mess up. Yeah. So we don't know him. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it was a great addition for the Seahawks. Yeah. I don't know that I would say it's a great trade. Yeah. I think it's a great trade for the Giants. Because the Giants are very obviously in the space where they're not going to win games. 
They're very obviously in this place where they're going to need to do well in the draft. So yeah. they get rid of a guy like Leonard Williams. They bring in a couple of draft picks for him, especially that high second-round pick. I think they gave up too much for him. The Seahawks did, but I think good for the Giants. Uh, but I will say I do think Leonard Williams is a great addition to that Seattle Seahawks team. I think that this Leonard Williams trade is relevant for a bad reason that we will hopefully get to later. Just keep that value in your, yeah. in the back of your mind. Uh, but Arizona Cardinals, they trade, they made headlines when they announced that Josh Dobbs would not be the starter. It would be Clayton Thorne, I think, turn. Well, I have no idea. Uh, they made I got multiple updates to my phone and I was like that's why I the other day I was like did Josh Dobbs play bad or something uh, he didn't but now we see why he was removed as the starter he was traded to the Minnesota Vikings for a sixth round pick the Vikings also getting a seventh round pick seems like very low return like I understand that Josh Dobbs is what he is yeah but the, it's Josh Dobbs. No, yeah, but the Vikings like, are like this. Should this was a weird trade? Like, I get you not wanting to throw the towel in on the season, but why? If why you don't want to throw the towel in on the season, then you don't trade for Josh Dobbs. What? I said if you don't want to throw the towel in on the season, you trade for someone other than Josh Dobbs. Who? I don't know. Everyone and their mother is singing the praises of Sam Darnold, despite the fact that he's a CFL quarterback. Yeah, uh, but Josh Dobbs, I would rather bring Matt Ryan out of his fake retirement. Josh Dobbs than has looked great. Have Josh Dobbs on my team. He's looked great this season for what he is. For what he is. But it's like let's That's not... the thing. The potential of a Matt Ryan or a Carson Wentz is significantly greater than that of a Joshua Dobbs and with a team that you have two very fast Young, great receivers in football, and Jordan Addison and uh, Justin Jefferson coming off IR soon. Two gunslingers in Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan, both of which are a much better option, especially just for a one-year rental. Like, this is not a future plan for the Minnesota Vikings. And so for a one-year rental, I would rather take a chance on Wentz or Ryan than bring in a guy with no eyebrows like Dobbs. That feels offensive. <laughs> it probably is. At least I didn't use the R word. Uh, and what I mean by no eyebrows is bad at football. I obviously don't care that he doesn't have eyebrows. He's yeah, just not a good football player. Still feels player. offensive. He's just not a good football player. I don't know how it offends me, but it does offend me a little bit. It shouldn't offend you. Well, it does. Um, Call me Karen. All right. Uh, but no, obviously his alopecia has nothing to do with it. It, it doesn't affect your ability as an athlete at all. Yeah. Obviously. I said that as a joke. That was pretty obvious. But um, I just don't think, like, Josh Dobbs is what he is. Yeah. Very smart. Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz have potential. He's They're not man. just what they are. Both have potential. I think either one of them, even Sam Darnold, I think, would have been a better option than Josh Dobbs. So I still think they're throwing in the towel. I don't understand this move in the slightest. Yeah, but if you're throwing in the towel, you don't bring in a quarterback. That's what I'm saying. I don't, but, but if you, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't get it. Doesn't make sense. uh, This is one of the the next trade is one of the trades that I told you to keep in, keep in mind the Leonard Williams return. 
Uh, Washington began their fire sale today when they received a second-round pick from the Bears for Montez Sweat, who is another very underrated uh, edge rusher who gives more of a benefit to the pass rush than he does the run defense like Leonard Williams. But I'm kind of surprised that Williams got a second plus and Sweat just got a second. Although it is a second from the Bears, which is assumed to be a higher second. Yeah. But I don't know. It just doesn't really... To be honest, I didn't see Sweat getting traded out of Washington. Not the only player Washington let go for a questionable return. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure uh, we'll talk about that in just oh, a second. Oh, de- def- Even if we start running up to the wire, that's a trade that deserves yeah. uh, attention. Um, I think this is one, I think this was the best trade of the day for Chicago. Not saying like it was Chicago's best trade of the day. I think this benefit is like all these players bring in benefit to their new teams. I think Chicago is going to reap the most reward from this one singular addition. I don't know that I agree. Okay. And that's just because it's Chicago. They still have an inept defense. Montez Sweat doesn't change that. They still have an inept offense. No, um, let me let me, so let me I don't let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. I think Washington or I think Chicago like yes, their defense is still very bad. But as far as all of the pieces that were moved around in terms of making teams better, I think the Bears get the biggest boost from bringing in Montez Sweat. And granted, that's... I all- think Kevin Byard makes more of an impact on the Eagles' defense and Leonard Williams make more of an impact on the Seahawks' defense than Montez Sweat does on a very bad Chicago defense. I think it's one of those scale things, though, that's relative. Whereas, like, like Philly's defense is filled with dogs, you know? So, like, I think... I Like, I view that more as bolstering. And it's the same with Leonard Williams going to Seattle. I view those trades more as bolstering an already stout unit, whereas I view Chicago as adding a piece to further along their rebuild. Yeah. So that's that like that's how I'm looking at it. So I, mean, I, I think they're gonna get the greatest boost because there's nothing there. Now there is at least something. Yeah. I mean I, I get what you're saying, I just don't necessarily agree. But anyway, oh, wow. this list sucks. <laughs> this list sucks. I'm going to need you to go on a rant after a moment because uh, next up, Washington trading Chase Young to the San Francisco 49ers for a third round pick. I hate this trade so much. Love it for San Fran. Oh, no, it's the love it for San Fran. This, this has the same energy as if like. Panthers traded Adam Thielen to the Chiefs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But Adam Thielen was like 24. I also think we can... I I like this for Chase Young. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because I think we're going to get... I think Chase Young's been a disappointment. Yeah. He's had a hard time staying on the field. Yeah, exactly. I think that part of it, though, has been... And I think this goes for all Washington players. I think they haven't been managed properly. I agree. Yeah. But in... San Francisco. Yeah. 
one of the best defenses in football. Absolutely. He's not going to have as much of a load, and they're not going to be as dependent on Chase Young as Washington was. So I think he'll be able to come out of more snaps, take a fewer snap count, be able to stay healthy, and still provide impact when he plays. Uh, So I think it's a great move for San Francisco, great move for Chase Young. I have no reason, like no statistical reason for me to believe. Like, There's no statistical backing of what I'm about to say. This is just my personal opinion. Yeah. I think when you have a high overall pick like Chase Young, you know, second overall pick in 2020, who at this point in their career has not shown you much of that second overall pickness, I think that player almost needs the the change of scenery that comes with being moved. So I feel like sometimes players can kind of get stuck into their own, like, I'm here, this is what I am here, this is what I'm going to be here. Whereas he's got an opportunity to reinvent himself in San Francisco. He's in a new team with a new culture and a new system and just a new vibe. I mean, the 49ers are, I'd argue, in a completely opposite place as the commanders are. The commanders are kind of like a fish floundering out of water trying to find their way back, but they're going up steps for some reason. They don't know why, but they are. Uh, Whereas the 49ers are like a fish that's in water because that's where it belongs. And it looks at the other fish flopping around upstairs and it's like, wow, that's an idiot. I saw that analogy break down in your head when you got to the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it fell apart. It fell apart real fast. It's like 49ers like a fish in water because that's where they belong. <laughs> anyway, next trade. Or is uh, this where you need me to go on a rant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to talk to you about why Fiji water how about you talk is about the how best stupid time zones water. Are uh, Fiji water, they come from... They're directly sourced at the at Fiji, and the in country? the bottle is that a country? And they taste good, uh, and there's no preservatives. Untouched by man is what they say. Wow. Uh, but more than anything, it just tastes better than regular water. Deer Park tastes like it came out of a faucet, and this is a guy who drinks faucet water. I love Deer Park. Deer Park is very not good. Aquafina. Dude, is talk about garbage. a fall from grace. Aquafina used to be so good. It used to be my go-to water. I don't know what they did. I don't know if they peed in their water, but it's nasty now. Yeah. Deer Park, I can drink, but it's not good. The best, Fiji water. It's not even close. Do I need to keep going? Yeah, wow, please do. No. If you got it, we need to freaking talk about it. We're out of time. So aggressive, dude. That's because you're taking up too much time. We got stuff to talk about. Time is relative, dude. There's not even a time zone here. We got stuff. Oh, my God. (laughs) What what time are we even at? 47 minutes. See, that's not bad. We have 13. We haven't even done a headline. Headline schmetline. I have at least one headline we have to talk about. Kirk Cousins. No. Towards Achilles. Well... That is relevant, but yeah. Uh, Ezra Cleveland traded to Jacksonville. I think that's I think that's great. I don't know who that is. He's a left guard. He was a first round pick, I think, from Boise. That's not relevant though. 
uh, might have been Northwestern. Again, not relevant. He was more of a raw prospect. Like he's fine. He's nothing. He's not elite or anything. But he's he's. I'd say he's an above average starter. Okay. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones to Detroit. I think that's a nothing burger. I like it. Honest. I'm sure. Yeah. Like. I like it. A lot of people are really high on him, and I just never understood why. I just. I think he's a guy that if Amon Ra's locked down. Okay. If. Laporta is locked down. Mm-hmm. If Jameer Gibbs isn't having a game, he's a guy who can get you a lot of big yardage plays when your other guys are being double teamed or blocked or whatever. I don't think he's a guy who's going to put up 1,200 yards and eight touchdowns a year. Yeah. But I think when you meet a defense who knows how to answer your offensive woes, he's a guy who can step up like Gabe Davis did in the playoffs last year. Yeah. I think it's a. I think it's a similar... Um, I think Donovan Peoples-Jones and Gabe Davis are the same wide receiver. I got you. I got but you. Donovan Peoples-Jones is more consistent than Gabe Davis. I think that Donovan Peoples-Jones is at the same level right now as McCall Hardman. I think Michael Hardman's a better receiver than Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, or, uh, yeah, but like the production is just not there. Well, that's because Michael Hardman spent the first half of the season on the Jets. But like the like yeah, but like I'm saying that's for both of them. Like the production's just like not there. Like Hardman spent years with the Chiefs and he was okay, you know. And years with the Chiefs when Tyreek Hill was the number one wide receiver. Yeah, but like you would still expect. I I would expect a better production when you're playing on a team with a quarterback throwing five thousand yards and forty plus touchdowns every year. And has two other receiving options that get 1,200-plus yards a season every year. Yeah, but that's only half the yards. It's not the same situation. It's not. I'm just saying. I don't... Maybe... maybe I like it for the Lions. Maybe I'm a hater. You I think, are a hater. I think that this was an irrelevant trade. I like it for the Lions. I'm happy for you. Rasul Douglas traded to the Bills. I didn't hear about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can Davia Street to the Falcons? I don't know who that is. I also have no, no <laughs> idea who that is. Uh, and then we get back to the trades that happened pre-deadline. So, uh, McCall Hardman to KC. Randy Gregory to San Francisco, which I forgot about. I, I also forgot about that. I wonder how that's going to work with Chase Young, Gregory, and Bosa. Obviously, Bosa's in. It's going to be a deadly line. But, like, you can only start two of the three. Put one of them on the inside. Which one? Fair. Yeah. That, that's Probably what... Chase Young. Really? Yeah. I don't know about He's that. He's quick. He can get around those inside guards. Yeah, but, like, his speed is what makes him so valuable on the On the edge. outside. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, Bosa's probably the slowest of the three. But you can't put Bosa on the inside. Sir, although Bosa's not been playing great this year. I mean, no, but like his presence alone on the edge yeah. is value. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Fair uh, enough. I don't know. Claypool to Miami, JC Jackson to New England, Van Jefferson to Atlanta, and Cam Akers to Minnesota. That rounds out your trades for the NFL season. And uh again, very boring. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly not what I expected. Certainly not what I was looking for, if I'm being honest. Um I I really Here's a list. Hoped. Oh, sorry. Finish. I was just gonna say I'd really hoped that Kansas City was gonna try to get another weapon. Yeah. Um, just because they haven't looked 
Well, in this last game, they didn't look like your stereotypical Chiefs. I think having another guy with some speed, because as much as I love Travis Kelsey, he's a phenomenal player. Obviously, I think he's the greatest tight end of all time. He's you slow. Need, you need a you need a knockout guy. You need a guy who's quicker, who can be more of a deep threat. So I was a little disappointed with that, but really fast before last thing before we get to your headline. This is a list of the players who generated trade buzz, but were not moved. Devontae Adams. Ah oh, man, I hate. The mm, yeah. I tragic. I'm all the way out on, on the Raiders. I'm all yeah. the way out. I'm no longer a Raiders defender. Free Devontae, bro. Free. I'm no longer a Raiders defender. Uh, Brian Burns, Saquon Barkley, Daniil Hunter, Derrick Henry, Jerry Judy, Pat Sertain, Cortland Sutton, Mike Evans, T. Higgins, DeAndre Hopkins, Hunter Renfro, Jacoby Brissett. Which I definitely thought would be traded. And Carl Lawson. I am interested. I think Jacoby Reset would have been a better addition I would than agree. Joshua Dobbs. I would agree. But also um, like I would have I would have thought Jacoby Brissett to the Jets. I thought that I thought that would happen after week one. I am very interested in the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I not they trading were supposed to sell. Not trading either of their receivers. I almost wonder. They also didn't trade either of their corners. But they made trades earlier in the season. I mean, yeah. They I mean like they Which traded we thought was why they would be sellers at the deadlines because they were trading seemingly good pieces that just weren't working out, which we attributed to coaching, whatever. But now this team has won two games in a row. Yeah. I almost feel like there's some sort of false confidence that they're gonna somehow be able to make a run, make a push, especially after beating the defending Super Bowl champs. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't like it because I don't – I think the last two weeks have been anomalies for the Denver Broncos. Yeah. I don't like it. I, but I think I, there's this – it almost feels like there's this false sense of confidence coming out of Sean Payton. Like, yeah, I finally got the boys buzzing. We're going to do good. We're going to keep all our guys and we're going to – But then they didn't buy. Yeah. You think this team is going to compete in the AFC West? This team is going to p- compete in the AFC, period? I don't mean to circle back. But, like, the Broncos not trading any pieces, it, to me, is as confusing as Washington selling the pieces that they sold on. Yeah. Because you just... For like, the return they sold them for, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, Sam Howe looks like he might... Like, you, you guys might have something there. The, like, it's still way too early to tell. Calm down, Okay. He gets at least a pass until they fire Ron Rivera. Uh, but fair. Like, if you so like, let's just say theoretically that Sam Howell is league average, right? If you have league league average, you want to surround him with good talent, at least high potential. So trading Montez Sweat and Chase Young, who both play edge, which is one of the more valuable positions in the league for the return on investment that they got, it just doesn't make sense because I'm pretty sure both were former first-round picks. But to I just wanted to say that, to jump back to the Broncos. Not just one of the most, probably one of the, probably the third most important position in the league. Yeah, yeah. Because you have a quarterback, the guy who protects the quarterback, and, and the, the guy, guy who, who gets to the quarterback. The, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, for the Broncos, the only thing I can think is that the value that they were offered just wasn't up to snuff. What, what what just doesn't make sense to me 
mm-hmm. is I feel like the Broncos had to be one or the other. Buyers or sellers. Yeah. Staying the same was not good enough. No. And they were neither. That's what's so confusing to me. Like, if you weren't going to sell, fine. At least buy. But yeah. they didn't do that. Granted. They don't have much to they buy They don't with. have a lot of options to buy with. Yeah. So, I don't know. But also, you're telling me Washington, you wouldn't have thrown a third at Washington for Chase Young? Yeah. That just say Washington, you're telling me you wouldn't have thrown a third at Washington? But I think you were saying, like, I think in Denver. your brain you were like, are you telling me, like, Washington? Like, I mean, like, like right. You like, know what I mean? You, like, but, like, the point is, is, like, Denver, like, one of the things we gripe about, and I think a lot of people gripe about, is it seems like the cost for adding players using draft capital is lower in the NFL than any any other league. Yep. Why not take advantage of that? I also think first and second round picks are much more valuable they than are. in any other league. No, they are for sure. But like so, the thing is, is like not every trade has to be this home run trade, you know. You swung yeah. for the fences on Russ. It didn't quite work out. Didn't work out at all. What do you um, mean quite? <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm trying. Like, he's playing fine right now. This year, yeah, he's playing like, well. No. He, he is not the reason that they are bad. Nope. You know? So, like, it's worked out fine. You just, you probably should have held on to Bradley Chubb last year, for one. Yeah. And some of the other pieces you let walk. But, like, you don't need the, you don't need a first round pick trade. You like throw a couple thirds or a fourth or a fifth. Pepper your lineup with some higher quality starters. Like it's we saw the Rams do it, although they had a better core. But the fact of the matter is, is you can buy yourself into the playoffs through trades. We've seen it happen. And if you're trying to contend, or if you're trying to not suck, which if you were trying to suck, you would sell. Why not? Throw a couple mid-round picks and ensure yourself a better possibility of making the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They confuse me, though. Yeah. Ultimately, I think you hit the nail on the head. This was a, a, a disappointing trade deadline. So boring, yeah. dude. Golly. Yeah. The NFL does so much entertainment-wise so well, but for some reason, dude, the trade deadline just is not it. Yeah. I agree. And I get that it's hard to tell someone, hey, you got to move your family, but we're the one who's choosing to play a sport and get paid millions, you know? I will take a better product on the field, though, that, and a boring trade deadline than a crappy sport like basketball and an exciting trade deadline. Why can't it just be like hockey, which is an exciting trade deadline and an exciting sport? Valid. This is why hockey should be the number one sport. It's got everything. Valid. Your headline, good sir. Listen. Okay. There's a lot that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. But then, thanks to you, we didn't start thanks the pod me? until 32 minutes. Yes, thanks to you. Do not, you're not putting this on me. No, it's on both you're of us. You're not. You're the one who said some outlandish stuff about time zones. It's just the bird, man. Anyway. We spent like two anyway, minutes on birds. Oh, my. Mm. Anyway. They're not real. Since we didn't get started until 32 minutes into the podcast, yeah, I'm not going to hit all my headlines, okay. but I do think it's important to keep yourself accountable. Okay? Oh. Oh, whoa. I brag about being right a lot. Yeah. Because I'm right a lot. Oh. Yeah. And I'm not technically wrong on this yet. Okay. But Will Levis might be a guy. 
aggressive approach. Will Levis, I hate it. I hate to say it. Played really well. Yeah. Now, there are a couple of caveats. One, it was at home. Tennessee plays significantly better, substantially better across the board at home. Mm -hmm. Two, it was against the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Who have a better defense than people think, but not a great defense. They have good secondary. And by a good secondary, I mean they have one all-star corner. And so, with those caveats, nonetheless, Will Levis still came out, had a 65% completion percentage, 289 yards, Mm -hmm. and four touchdowns. Yeah. Although two of those touchdowns were on big plays where there was a questionable... There was a question. There was a questionable amount of contact originating from the Titans' wide receiver. I would say it was straight up offensive pass interference from D. I mean, it, I don't even know that was. I would say questionable. it was. I think it was straight up offensive it pass was. interference from D. Hop. It was either but, that or AJ Terrell, the their all star corner, started tripping mid mid coverage. But nonetheless, he looked very calm in the pocket. Yeah, he looked very mature out there. No, he did. He didn't look like the arrogant SOB that we saw pre-draft. Yeah. I think the draft humbled him. He didn't, like, I hated his attitude and the attitude surrounding him going into the draft. Especially for a guy who'd only started one season. And so, I I was so out. Am I wrong? Did he start more than one season in Kentucky? I'm fact-checking that. I could be wrong. But when he did play, he didn't play well. But nonetheless, I didn't like it. And I think you're right. I think the draft humbled him. I think watching Ryan Tannehill play like garbage, watching Malik Willis play like garbage, humbled him a little bit. Uh, He started two seasons. My bad. He also Um, played... uh, Never mind. Never mind. But nonetheless, he looked confident, but not arrogant. He looked comfortable in the pocket. He again, sixty-five percent completion percentage, two hundred and eighty-nine yards, four touchdowns, no turnover for NFL debut. That's a pretty solid debut. Did I you? might be I'm not gonna say I'm wrong because yeah. this is one game against a bad opponent at in Nashville, which is one of the biggest um boosts, I think, in the NFL is Tennessee playing at home. Which doesn't make sense. Not even a little bit. But nonetheless, I do think I there is a possibility that I might be wrong. Will Levis, I got to give credit where credit is due. I hate the Titans, but he played really well. Is mayonnaise and coffee some sort of hidden like sport drink meta? Uh, you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm gonna say it right here. Okay. If Will Levis leads the Titans to a winning record, are you gonna drink? I will put mayonnaise and coffee on the pod. And drink it and give you my reaction. And full? I will try it. I'm not... If it's disgusting, no, I'm not going to... You got to you gotta take at least, like, two decent gulps. Two. I'll take two... Like, decent gulps. Two decent gulps. Like, you just came in from working a hard day if and If Will Levis water. leads the Tennessee Titans to a winning record, I will take two good-sized gulps. Okay. I think we'll have to have a ref on standby to... Monitor these gulps. That's fine. Okay. 
I, I will volunteer someone to do this. But again, I just wanted to... I, I talk about being right all the time. Yeah. So I think it's fair. Keep myself accountable. I could be. Not saying I am. Could be wrong about Will Levis. I mean, I feel like this is only coming on because a couple people reached out in very public forums about... Hey, this David. was... This was is suit like as the game is over. I was like, man, I guess I got to talk about this on Wednesday. So, no, this is not because Chris called me out. I'm just saying. Didn't Turner call you out too? I don't think so. He might have. You don't know. He might have. Could have. But uh, I don't know if you appreciated the first thirty minutes of this podcast. I don't know if you believe in birds. I don't know if you believe in time zones. Okay? You can take the tone down there and just march it down a couple levels. Okay? I didn't have a tone. You had a tone. You're reading into my tone because you know how stupid that is. It is very stupid to not believe in time zones. (laughs) Crazy person. (sighs) But listen, I don't know about you, but... uh, Birds We're aren't just real. here, so we don't give fine.